This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends. And I just want to say welcome and thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for all that you that um, we are really going to celebrate um, this new program that I'm having uh, once a month. So I just want to say that I am the guest for today and it's going to be very wonderful. Um, it's going to be once a month we're going to be hosting a program called Rise Above. And it's going to be a testimony program where people and Friends and family that, you know, that are out there that have got incredible testimonies. And I wanted to introduce it to you people after this beautiful, wonderful Easter weekend where the Lord rose, um, where we've had, where he came into a a situation where the Lord um, was in Gethsemane and he was in a very, very, very difficult uh, situation where he had to face the cross, but he rose. And that is what I'm going to be talking about today, is that we can rise above everything. And you know that my program uh, is, uh, you know, about rising every week. And uh, we often have so many um, incredible testimonies that of people and we've never celebrated them. And I really want to make a specific program every month um, just to celebrate um, somebody's testimony. And um, at the end of the program, I'm going to ask you to come and please email me or WhatsApp me a possible, you know, a, a testimony that we can maybe air um, in time to come. But as you know, we are at a very, um, and, and we will screen it and discuss, we're going to need content for, for um, years to come. Um, as I said, I really want to encourage you to uh, Come alongside us um, on this program with me on a wonderful journey about rising above everything. And, you know, it's going to cover, it's not uh, any related to any uh, incident. Uh, It's got to be either, you know, it can be financial, it can be, uh, you know, an accident, you know, uh, personal, emotional, um, illness, health. Um, whatever it is. So we are going to really celebrate how our uh, people out there that have really risen above and trusting the Lord and believing in his healing and recovery time. And, you know, it just reminds me of um, something he shares that the Lord shared with me. He says that, have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, never faints, nor is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the young man shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. And I just want to share my, I think I'm going to share a little bit of what's happened with me in this last year. Um, as some uh, of you know that I got uh, stabbed last year, um, more or less a month uh, to this uh, this week um, ago, and I had seven break-ins over a period of a month and a half, and it was really very, very traumatic. So my topic today is about trauma, and I'm going to share with you about the dis- different aspects of trauma and, you know, what it actually um, the all the effects that it has on you know us as the human being, our families, our community. Um, it's even changed the demographics of our community, and yet there were such good things that happened at the same time. So, but it is all about how we navigate ourselves through our trauma. And um, as I said, you know, uh, we as professionals, uh, I think, you know, those that don't know me, I am a social psychologist consultant, I do trauma counseling, Um, I deal with a lot of uh, different aspects uh, in my my day job, uh, counseling those that need help and uh, walking the road uh, with those that are struggling and that have lost some battles in life. So I just want to share even us that have been through stuff um, and I had COVID uh, twice, I actually faced death three times last year. My daughter faced, uh, one of my daughters faced uh, uh, death uh, at uh, twice in in one go uh, on the operating theatre. So our family went through quite a lot of trauma last year, losing a lot of our you know work and time and through our illnesses and everything. But at the end of the day, you know what we need to be encouraged by is that the word has so much to offer. God has got so much to offer for us in these times that we are struggling. And I want to encourage you that in this time, I have never, I would, I call it my, I do not want to repeat of the year, but I call it my best worst year of my life. It brought me on a journey that I learned how to trust the word and how the Lord really navigated me through this trauma. And the last thing that we want to do is, I'm not here to, because I'm a, I'm a, 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 you know, a counselor myself, is that we need to find help. And whatever it is uh, that the Lord presents to you as a form of help, please go and seek that. But we will talk about that a little bit later on, you know, how to navigate yourself through the trauma. But I want to encourage you that God has all the answers of trying to carry yourself, carry you through it, where he offers you life and abundance and in spite of what happens to you. And I think as a nation, um, as the world at the moment, uh, the last two years have been really tough tough, 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 tough on our people. Um, We've had to adjust emotionally, um, financially, physically. Uh, Our children had to adjust. And, you know, with the whole COVID pandemic, it has brought so many other forms of trauma that, um, that we've had to burden ourselves with. That was not by choice, but by 
also by the by the ways of the the way the enemy has come and brought this pandemic to come and crush rob and to steal our lives and we just want to i just want to give you the answer is that the lord has given us him he has shown us that we've all had our gethsemane moments where we say lord where we he came to when he was in the garden he said god father abba father please i have cannot i cannot go through this have you forsaken me and he said, no, he said, I am going to go through with this with you. We have cried out so many times that we need to, um, that we just want to be taken out of a situation. But he promises us in, uh, like Uncle Angus shared this morning, uh, was so perfect uh, about him being our shepherd uh, in Psalm 23. He says, I will walk through the valleys of death with you he never takes us out of it he walks with us because we need to this is when we get to know that he is our absolute refuge in the times of darkness and that we can sometimes it looks so dark um, but it's because he's so close and we're under his wing and we are riding in under his wing and we know that he is there for us so I just want to encourage you that um, no matter what trauma you have gone through uh, that God is the one that will give us the answers you know I just want to say that you know he is the one that will meet all our needs and you know he he has given us not given us the spirit of fear but the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind you know as so many times when we've gone through things even with me in this last year there were times that I really didn't trust myself because I was so ill and just couldn't see the way out and felt really oppressed at and struggled with my healing uh, because I just every time I'm getting uh, getting better something else happens and things just kept on compounding and compounding and then we go into the survival mode and then we go into an autopilot which is very unhealthy I need to tell you that and you know especially us as professionals or as mothers and fathers we just want to rescue everybody and we just want to be there for everyone and everything is um, working and we are busy trying to uh, you know keep everybody's spirits up and then we don't look after ourselves in the process so I really want to after you know the break I'm going to just go into the different aspects of what trauma is and all that but I just want to share with you that you know we often don't look after ourselves and we don't realize that we are going through the things that we are and we often don't think oh yes you know well, you're a pastor you're a manager uh, you're a supervisor you're a mother you're a father you are a teacher, you are, um, a, uh, you know, ministers, a youth leader, uh, you know, and uh, top in the sports and, you know, top in sports and whatever, you know, whatever our great, great things that we have uh, uh, achieved in our lives comes to an absolute rattle um, and get stalled in times of crisis and you know we've all been affected by this um, pandemic and even currently what's happening we have our spirits have become so sensitive to um, 
carrying other people's trauma as well. I mean, you know, even with the, the Natal situation, we can feel their pain and their, their burdens. And we, you know, we are consumed by the media that's continuously hovering over the spirit of death. COVID-1, COVID-2, COVID-3, COVID-4. And it's just continuously hovering all over us continuously. So we're having to adjust things, the rules in the country, uh, the health acts, all these kind of things that are continuously making us feel that things need to, things are happening all the time. And how are we navigating ourselves through this? And how are we coping with these changes? So I really want to encourage you um, just to stay tuned as we go through the, 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 the trauma process. What is trauma and what does it actually mean? And I just want to encourage you that, you know, uh, that the Lord says in Isaiah 26 verse 13, you will keep me in perfect peace because my mind, this is where we have to be very mindful of where our minds are going in these times, these perilous times. We are living in unprecedented times, like the times of the plague. Many, every generation, we've got one of our pastor, Pastor Ola George, he's one of our presenters and our my one of my favorite um, spiritual mentors out there, and he has uh, he always said, you know, every gener every generation has had some unprecedented um, uh, pandemic or in a traumatic experience where you know it's been a war or a pestilence over the years but we have risen and we have survived and we have navigated ourselves through and we have got we've learned to be resilient in uh, in these times but we need to understand that um, it is uh, it it is time for us to learn how to trust the word. And he says, um, you will keep me in perfect peace in these times. We have to step up into perfect peace um, with beyond understanding um, because my mind is stayed on you and I trust in you, says the Father. And he says we need to trust him in these times. If even though it looks as though we cannot trust anybody or any situation or any uh, disease or any pestilence or any attack that we are having right now. As I said, we have had, I mean, with me being attacked last year, it was the last thing on my mind that I would have ever expected to happen to me. But it had something because I I worked with uh, you know criminals I've still I'm still am involved with with criminals and but it was just like the enemy was saying yes I'm going to disqualify you you're going to turn against the criminal no the criminal needs uh, needs the attention as well so um my heartbeat is still uh, for those that have lost the battle and to direct them on the right way and their paths but um, we're going to listen to Courtney Jones first and it is called Alive sorry Courtney Jonas and we are going to enjoy that, and then we can continue this very, very important topic. Um, I think that we can absolutely uh, relate to um, after this. Uh, enjoy Alive with Courtney Jonas. Good afternoon, family and friends. I just want to welcome you and just uh, thank you for joining me on my program called Rise. Uh, and it's on 7 to 9 a.m. And it's on Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. And we discuss 
and give hope and wisdom and knowledge when real life happens in the family. And we often discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love. And we often don't acknowledge and uh, receive and uh, recognize certain things that happen in the demographics of our family. As I was sharing earlier on, just a little bit of what happened to me in the last year as well. Um, this is going to be a once a month program where I'm going to have a wonderful celebrate a testimony where someone has risen above uh, some incredible traumatic or uh, trying time of their lives by trusting the Lord and believing who he is in their lives. So I just want to share with you that is what happened with me this year. I really had to draw close and had to understand the Lord and be really look at him at such an incredible um a relationship that we've I've never had in my life before. I've had to had to nurture this year and really discover and had to dig deep into his word to understand what he was capable of doing for me in this you know unprecedented time that I had no no control over and no choice over. But I just want to share with you, you know, we are going to talk about the trauma aspect and I just want to I'm going to read this to you because this is very important. Um it says here, what is trauma? Trauma can be described in a number of ways. In short, we can say trauma is the result or a ch- of a chain of events or a circumstance that are perceived by a person as a physically or emotionally dangerous threat and that have a lasting negative effect on the physical, social, emotional and mental condition of the person. The word trauma is derived from the Greek word that means wound. In the same way that people can be wounded physically, they can be wounded emotionally and mentally. Even com- uh, communities can be wounded, wounded mentally as well. As we know that, you know, for instance, the crisis that is happening in KwaZulu-Natal, a whole community gets affected by that. And um, I just want to, and we just need to think of how the staff and learners of a school or citizens of a town can be traumatized after a disaster and when a wounded person walks with a bandage or a plaster cast on his arm he often gets a lot of sympathy automatically but mental wounds are not noticeable and therefore many people are burdened with these traumas with their trauma without receiving much sympathy Um, and what causes trauma a traumatic incident can come to you in several ways it can come from the outside something that someone does to you or something that happens to you you can also be traumatized by something that you see or that you hear happened to others for example observing someone being assaulted or being assaulted yourself, or you can, or seeing or hearing an incident happen. You can be traumatized when you are informed that someone close to you has brutally been murdered or assaulted, even though you may not have been present. Traumatization can also be through your own fault. It can be through something you do unto someone else, 
even by accident and also by what you have inflicted inflicted upon yourself. And we often don't realize there's some things that we actually part of the trauma and we make decisions and choices in life that position ourselves where trauma, something really traumatic can take place and it often does. And then we have to go through that traumatic experience um, where, uh, you know, this is such a such a huge topic. It's something I would love to cover at a later stage on, uh, you know, the different kinds of trauma, because um, I am actually a trauma counselor. So, you know, these things that we can that we can navigate, you know, can and um, acknowledge that happens in different people's lives. You know, the elderly, the youth, um, in marriage, in relationships, um, out in the world decisions that we make that can really lead us to um, very traumatic experiences. And unfortunately, our body has memory. And, um, uh, you know, even with me, I need to be honest, uh, you know, I didn't realize that. I mean, I am, I've, I have the tools. Fortunately, um, I did get the help that I needed. But still, when I came back, I didn't even realize that I was feeling uh, the sudden um, uh, time and I didn't actually look at the date but I, it was as though it was in the atmosphere and my body just I started having nightmares of somebody breaking into the house and you know people throwing stones at me and rocks at me and you know somebody coming with a knife at me and I suddenly realized my body actually has memory and which is uh, you know scientifically proven and then we often drive past an incident or we see something on television that triggers these things off and we don't understand why we suddenly feel emotional or a memory comes back and we say but lord i thought we how you know we dealt with that and it's not always the truth we often come only across these um incidences uh, at different stages of our lives because the lord actually gives us a chance to heal and often um, he only brings certain memories back of things that maybe happened in our childhood or something that we witnessed and uh, or we've experienced or, you know, whatever comes through, it comes sometimes in stages so that we can heal um, in different uh, times of our lives and when we are ready for the healing. So I just want to explain to you about how the different um, processes elapse sometimes. So that is what I'm going to discuss right now is that um, you know there's certain there's different phases that is very important to identify so I'm going to first of all talk about the impact phase uh, trauma usually happens unexpectedly a person can peacefully be peacefully be doing busy doing something one moment and then the next uh, moment a traumatic incident takes place it is then that a strange series of things happen to you. You literally go, go cold with fright. Your blood withdraws from your skin and rushes to your brain and to the other organs that you will need. Your brain waves become slower and everything feels far away and as if it is happening in slow motion. Your brain, among other things, secretes endogenic um, op opiates that are natural painkillers, the phase that lasts from a, frac from a fraction of a second to a few minutes. And that is where adrenaline comes into um, 
play. Um, even when I got stabbed, I never felt the pain until uh, my lung collapsed at the hospital. So it is incredible how the how the body uh, kicks into uh, you know when the impact happens that it actually kicks into play and it protects you um, until you are ready for the next phase. And then the reaction phase. Now that is where the adrenaline secrete adrenaline. This causes you to want to fight, flee or freeze uh, um, in the situation. And that's exactly what happened with me. So I'm just going to share my talk, uh, you know, as we, as we go along, just the phases that really impacted me. And I realized that I had gone through all these uh, phases. And um, my reaction was to go into that perfect peace beyond understanding. The Lord showed me an image of uh, where uh, somebody shared a testimony and I immediately calmed down. And that was so incredible when I came into that peace beyond understanding but I had this will to fight and flee and you know I did what I needed to do so I never worried about the um, what was actually happening with me but I re my reaction was um, uh, so natural that I just came to a point that I will live and I will not die <laughs> as according to the word and so there comes a, you know there is no need for you to feel guilty later on um, because you might have fled or blame yourself because perhaps you fought or froze some of us freeze a friend of mine uh, you know her her little son, and she's a qualified um, sister, and she just literally froze when she saw her baby um, in the bottom of the pool. And I had, we had, I had to jump in to save the baby. And you know that is, and don't blame yourself for something like that. If there's something that you think you could have done or should have done, um, that is just how we all are wired differently, and we respond respond differently to different situations and um, you know they jump sometimes people jump extraordinarily high hit very hard and run even if they are injured and that was me I can tell you I had the fight of my life I made sure and I'm not an aggressive person by nature at all so I still spoke to him uh, the attacker and I still spoke to him and thinking no I can still do something with him and try to ask him you know you better leave and I still shouted at him and I said uh, anyway and but then he came for the attack and then I knew I had to fight. So thank goodness the Lord gave me that strength to fight him back. And um, eventually he ran away. But at the end of the day, we need to understand that, uh, you know, there are different ways that we respond to a crisis situation. But I'm going to continue just chatting about the different phases straight after this. Um, but we are going to listen to uh, Raise Me Up. Josh Groban, and this is such an incredible song for me. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's given me, and how's that for our program? You raise me up, uh, how the Lord, we celebrate his res uh, resurrection and how we, res how we rise above all our um, pr uh, problems that we've had in our lives. So we're going to listen to uh, Raise Me Up by Josh Groban. Enjoy. Oh, wow, that is one of my all-time favorites, and that was my dad and my song. 
Um, and again, as I said, my dad's death was such a traumatic time for me. But when I listen to this song, I get so reminded by who he was. He was such an incredible father. And I just realized our Abba father is so incredibly wonderful with us. And he loves us so much. And he'll raise us up from whatever situation we are in. And as I shared with you earlier on, we are discussing the, the, the different impacts of trauma in our lives. Um, and I just gave you a little bit of a, a, a background on what happened to me this year. Um, but I do want to encourage you just to WhatsApp us on 081 729 1657. Our telegram number is also 081 729 1657. And SMS us on 379 And go and visit our Facebook page. I mean, there is so many active, so much active uh, activity there and so much to share. And please jo join us and go and have a look and see what we are doing. We are so busy. And we have some amazing, amazing presenters that are so incredible uh, sharing what they are doing at the moment. And then you can tune in to us. And it's on 729A Carpser Council, 729 um, Cape, Cape, Cape Pulpit. Just look for us on, on Facebook. And I want to encourage you. We also have a, a counseling department. It's 021 option one and let us see what how we can help you um, or direct you into the help that you need so I just want to uh, encourage you phone our counseling department 021-9177-000 option one and I just you know as I said we earlier on that we are just discussing the dis dis uh, different aspects um, of who uh, the Lord is in our moments of trouble and how we can trust him and how we can just draw to him and be he be our, our strength. And he says, the Lord, is, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who trust in him. So he doesn't forget us. And that is in Nahum 1 verse 17. And, you know, often we get into such traumatic situations and there's so many post problems that we have. Um, I do not want to take away from that, but uh, we need to understand that we will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. And he will work with us through every trial and tribulation that we are going through. So I just uh, mentioned earlier on about the different phases of um, uh, of a traumatic experience. Uh, the first was the the impact uh, phase. Now the reaction phase. Then there is a withdrawal phase. When the immediate danger has passed, the withdrawal phase starts. Although the adre uh, adrenaline decreases, the body secretes another stress hormone, namely cortisol. The phase is characterized by strange behavior like avoidance. People often avoid the place where the traumatic incident happened or the people or the things that are related to the incident. Um, yes, we often just go into just this almost a denial state of, uh, of what actually happened. And sometimes our sleep gets severely disturbed. We have dreams or triggers that enter our thoughts and con constantly or flashbacks and constantly upsets us and uh, which leaves us very nervous afraid and anxious and in this phase this is really the the process phase I think 
I would call it like almost process phase. And, you know, this is where we often give the wrong advice. There's some things I would like to share with uh, at a later stage on things that we should not be doing uh, when people have gone through something very traumatic. It's like, get over yourself. It should be this time. Um, you know, it could have been different. You could have been dead. All that type of thing. There's so many things that we like to say to people and say, you know, to get over their face. And each person either grieves on their own, uh, you know, there is no time frame, because this is a very personal experience that has happened to you. And people have expectations of you. Yes, they, you know, oh, you normally bounce back well. No, this is something that you don't always can bounce back from, but you have to become, and that is where the Lord says, I will walk with you through the valleys of the shadow of death, where sometimes we feel dead in our spirits, in our souls, in our hearts, in our minds, and physically it fatigues us sometimes when we've been through something very traumatic and um, our adrenal gland doesn't work like it should and then people have different expectations from you. So I really want us to be very, very um, tuned into this phase where people really have expectations from a person that's been a victim that has been through something very traumatic and um and sometimes what you think is not as traumatic, oh, you know, a miscarriage, okay, you know, something traumatic like that even, um, yes, you know, you know, you come up with all these ideas and then it's not something that you would respond to in a certain way, but it's very traumatic to somebody else. So we've got to be very careful of this this particular phase of how we how we deal with people in that time. And um, as, the, as the time goes by, the symptoms subside and the person sleeps better again. The vic victim does not have, um, you know, but it needs to last. It lasts up to six weeks, that uh, withdrawal phase, where somebody, you need to give them the time to be able to go through these processes. Otherwise, um, and that is why it's very important, um, and that it doesn't matter now, even if you have got the, the tools and the uh, equipment, you need to go through, uh, get the help that you need. If it needs medication, um, I'm not a big advocate on medication, but some people have to go on a medication to to get their, their chemistry back in alignment. Don't don't uh, question what uh, the Lord, uh, you know, if, you, if he's in it, he will put the people and give you the direction that you need to go and go and get the help that you need. If you need counseling, if you need your counselors, your church, your, your friends, your uh, accept the help that you need and go and get that and accept what people have to offer. But at the end of the day, the Lord is there to guide you and he gives you the wisdom and the knowledge of who you, and, but at the end of the day, you can trust him in everything. So there's an integration phase. Um, after six weeks, the last phase should start. This is where the trauma is processed. And this is the next important phase. This is where, you know, that withdrawal phase is like really just getting, catching your breath. And then you get into the integration phase. And that is where you really start processing the whole thing. And this can take per person, uh, depending on how the Lord has uh, um, uh, wired you as a person, um, how you will respond um, 
And uh, yes, again, we have to be very sensitive to people that have been through something traumatic. And this is where the process, uh, the trauma is processed and the person accepts that trauma is over. The person is no longer plagued by the memory of the traumatic um, incident. Makes sense, therefore, experience growth as a result of the incident and can live fully again. In the traumatic incident, in the death of a loved one, the mourning process, which lasts much longer will continue and there again when it comes to grief we have to be very careful how we cannot put a timeline on somebody's grieving uh, we have to be very cautious of what we are doing um, uh, and how we are coming alongside people that are grieving um, a lost uh, a lost family member or uh, you know even animals. I mean, there's so many things that we that we grieve, or a job, or uh, you know we go into grieving with uh, you know these other ways that we grieve uh, different losses. Some people are very uh, you know uh, the the livelihoods have gone. Um, you can imagine what's happening in KwaZulu Natal right now. How people have lost so much, but at the same time they will. Um, uh, you know, absolutely be grieving their losses. So I just want to, uh, before our time ends, is that, you know, sometimes it happens that a person does not experience the integration phase and instead of a completed withdrawal phase experiences the continuation of the symptoms of intrusion, triggers, flashbacks and nightmares, avoidance of people, places and things, as well as anxiety and inept fear. These continued systems, uh, some symptoms exhaust the person and can lead to unproductiveness. And, you know, we just please be aware of these symptoms. And uh, listlessness and depression, occasionally after a long, pleasant holiday away from everything, such person may return to normal by integrating the events. Should the withdrawal phase and integration phase stay away permanently, post-traumatic stress disorder develops. That is another uh, topic I would like us to cover at a later stage, um, the post-traumatic uh, uh, symptoms. Um, typical symptoms are phobias, fears, change of normal behavior, recurring nightmares, flashbacks, triggers, avoidance of places, people, conversations, and thoughts of the trauma, struggling to fall asleep, distrust, outbursts, overcautiousness, excessive nervousness, and disturbed relationships. But I would like us to really encourage you to go and get the help that you need. Um, we have got some numbers here that we can send you, um, which is, uh, you know, uh, really there for you. Uh, is Lifeline telephonically. You can contact them on 861 uh, 322-322, easy number to remember, 0861-322-322, um, and they've got uh, www.lifestresscounseling.com. Um, it's, uh, you know, where trauma counselors are available, and then there is uh, in, Intertrauma Nexus, which is www.itn.org.za, and you can also contact um, HTPP, uh, you know, stroke Jan Fulun at week B, week Blay, week Blay, sorry, I'm, I'm getting that wrong. Um, Jan Fulun dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. You can contact them for help that you need. Um, you can contact, um, me as well, uh, at, a, you know, on my, uh, red, uh, you know, my, 
and my um and I can see how I can help you as well. Uh, it's Renette uh, um, at kpuppet.co.za. Uh, you can email me there. And also my WhatsApp number is 066-246-4716. And I am under the covering of Women for Africa and Skillful Hands. And we also can help you uh, get the counseling that you possibly need that you uh, can that we can direct you in the direction that you need any help with so please contact us contact these uh, different lifelines and you're welcome to contact radio k pulpit and throughout the country and see how they can help you as well god bless you and thank you so much for listening to my program and we will have another wonderful testimony in four weeks time uh, of somebody that will come and share how they rose above everything um in the moment of crisis and trusting the Lord in it. So have a wonderful, blessed week. We will chat next week and look after yourself and stick to the rules. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Till next week again. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.